Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Brian Robinson, the same teen admitting guilt this week in a deadly shooting in D.C. back in October. Prosecutors toss out an indictment of 13 police officers. I'm Dick Iuliano. Do some low-income residents in D.C. still pay too much in taxes? I'm John Doman. Good morning. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. At least seven people are dead after shootings at two separate businesses in an Oceanside community south of San Francisco. Police say a 67-year-old man shot and killed co-workers at a farm in Half Moon Bay in Northern California. San Mateo County Sheriff Christina Corpus. The tragedy that we hear about far too often, but today is hit home here in San Mateo County. Officials are calling him a disgruntled employee and say he was found with a weapon inside his vehicle. It comes just two days after a shooting in Los Angeles County claimed the lives of 11 people. L.A. County Sheriff Robert Luna. What drove a madman to do this? We don't know, but we intend to find out. In that case, the suspect died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. California Governor Gavin Newsom tweets tragedy after tragedy. Matt Piper, CBS News. It's a major victory for the Justice Department. A conviction of four members of a far-right group accused of plotting the January 6th insurrection. CBS's Scott McFarlane was at the courthouse in Washington. Four defendants, four convictions, and all to the highest level charge brought so far in the U.S. Capitol attack to seditious conspiracy, a conspiracy to block the peaceful transfer of power in America. Federal prosecutors have so far charged almost a 1,000 people with crimes for their alleged actions that day, a theft of items of priceless sentimental value. Army Captain Ben White is offering a $500 reward after a woman stole a package from the front porch of his home at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. The package contained military items from his great-grandfather who served in World War One. These are sentimental things, these are family things, and it's gone through generation and generation. The soldier watched the porch pirate in real time after a home security system alerted his cell phone. Jim Crisula, CBS News. The FDA is proposing that we get a COVID-19 vaccination every year, like we do with a flu shot. We'd no longer have to keep track of how many shots or boosters we get and when. Reaction from Vanderbilt Medical School professor Dr. William Schaffner. There might be some experts who wonder whether an annual booster will be not frequent enough because they're concerned that the virus will change more frequently than on an annual basis. The FDA has asked a committee of outside vaccine experts to comment on the annual shots proposal at a meeting on Thursday. Purdue is back at number one in the AP Top 25, Alabama, right behind the Boilermakers. Purdue returned to the top spot of the men's college basketball poll, moving up two spots after Houston's loss to Temple. The Boilermakers got 39 first-place votes in a volatile week for the Top 25. This is CBS News. Nearly one in two U.S. adults have high blood pressure. That's why it's important to self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy-to-remember steps. It starts with a monitor. Be next to talk to your doctor about your blood pressure numbers. Get down with your blood pressure. Self-monitoring is power. Visit ManagerBP.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association. In partnership with the Office of Minority Health and Health Resources and Services Administration. 
weather we get in the morning may not be the weather we get in the afternoon. Welcome to Washington. Freezing rain moving into our area. Temps are expected to nosedive. Get the latest Storm Team 4 updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP at 1203. Good Tuesday morning, January 24th, 2023. Clear, calm, cold, low in the 30s by daybreak in most of the area. We're at 39 in our nation's capital right now. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your mid-hour ride this Tuesday morning. Glad you're with us. I'm Dean Lane. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you, heading into this day together as we do. A second teenager is pleading guilty now locally to trying to rob Commander's running back, Brian Robinson. The rookie running back was shot during the attempted carjacking back in August. The 15-year-old was set to go on trial today, this Tuesday. 17-year-old pleaded guilty last week to assault Dane with a dress weapon in the same case. The 15-year-old also admitted guilt to the October shooting of 15-year-old Andre Robertson, who was killed as he sat on the porch of a home in northeast D.C. He pleaded guilty to voluntary manslaughter. Sentencing is set for March 8th. Charges of theft and misconduct against 13 officers have been dropped by the office locally of Prince George's County State's Attorney. The officers were indicted by a grand jury five months ago, accused of double-dipping working secondary jobs with a private security firm while also on duty with the police department. But the state's attorney's office says new information has come to light, including more detailed records. Rather than a criminal case, the state's attorney's office says the double-dipping case should be handled internally by the police department as an administrative matter. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Gun bills that are meant to address recent campus shootings at the University of Virginia and Newport News, the elementary school there, are moving forward now in the State House. A Democratic panel is advancing a range of gun control bills we hear. They signed off on measures this week that would tighten Virginia's gun storage regulations and ban most guns from college campuses. The bills face uncertain prospects right now in the GOP-controlled House. Republicans say they plan to address mass shootings and gun violence this year by improving the mental health care system, boosting funding for law enforcement, and holding criminals accountable for their actions. Metro has until later today, this Tuesday, to formally turn over documents showing the agency has retooled its training procedures. Metro Safety Watchdog gave them a January 24th deadline after back and forth that happened last week that nearly led to reduced rail service at that time. The Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission says this morning in a memo, Metro was deliberately ignoring, it thinks, its own training standards. It issued a directive to that end that would have required Metro to sideline 50 train operators. After pushback from Metro last week, the Safety Commission pushed that directive to today, this Tuesday. Metro has also to submit now a list of any certified operators who have not met the training requirements. It's tax season, in case you didn't know. Beginning this week, you can actually start filling or filing your 2022 income taxes. And district leaders are warning some residents that not filing might actually keep money out of their pockets this time around. There's only a couple things that are certain in life. And if we're not talking about death, we're talking about taxes. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser says too many D.C. residents who don't or believe they don't need to file a tax return um, then leave money that they're owed on the table. Sometimes lots of money when they don't file and miss out on the earned income tax credit. Some residents 
residents could get in the neighborhood of around $10,000 cash back. Bowser's also reminding parents about a child care tax credit and lower-income seniors about a property tax credit. They pay 50% of their property taxes. But you have to file to apply for them. John Dome in WTOP News. Coming right up on WTLP this early Tuesday morning after traffic and mother. It's the first time the military has worked with an HBCU to open up one of these, and one is coming to Howard. I'm Mike Marillo. 1207, traffic and mother on the Over way. Over 7% of federal, federal agencies don't have full knowledge of where their data is stored, impacting agency leaders' ability to make informed decisions and accelerate digital transformation. Cloudera Government Solutions offers data in motion capabilities that helps agencies move any data from any source to any destination. Turning your siloed data into strategic assets. Cloudera harnesses modern data architectures to improve visibility and speed analysis with built-in security and governance. Visit cloudera.com slash public sector for details. Good Tuesday morning, January 24th. Welcome into WTLP. Time now is 12 away. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, in the district, there is a crash under investigation that closes 17th Street in both directions between K Street and H Street. The crash occurred in the intersection at 17th and I. So, again, traffic redirected each way as a result. Now, elsewhere in the district, a couple of utility works since 1st and Northwest. Bryant Street's closed between North Capitol and 1st Street for the utility work. C Street and Southeast closed between 53rd and 54th Streets, and also due to emergency utility work. Now, if you're traveling on the Beltway in Maryland through Montgomery and Prince George's counties, it's quiet. Virginia side working on the Adelupish head south to the George Washington Parkway, continue down toward the Dulles Toll Road. Two right lanes get you by the work zone. The Interloop Express lanes are closed between the entrance in Springfield and I-66 for the overnight work. And that, of course, means no access to the express lanes on 66 from the Interloop, uh, either to go east or west. Just thought you should know. If you're traveling across the big bridges early this morning, wind warnings up at both the nice Middleton Bridge in southern Maryland and at the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. But no vehicle restrictions at this time. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Automobiles hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. We're looking at a pretty good day on our Tuesday. Now, starting off on the chilly note, most areas in the 20s this morning. In the city, will stay in the rather freezing mark. Now, as we make our way through the afternoon, mix of sun and clouds. Pretty nice day, high in the mid to upper 40s, so above average once again. On Wednesday, we'll see a mix of rain and snow. Now, this will be all rain around the D.C. metro area and points to the south and east, but well north and west, this could start off as some snow, could even accumulate uh, the farther north and west you go, especially west of the Blue Ridge here. But it will all change to all rain late in the afternoon with highs in the 40s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we're looking at 37 degrees in Rockville, as well in Ashburn, 38. District Heights, 39 and holding in our nation's capital, midnight hour. Tuesday morning, January 24th, welcome to WTLP. Glad you're with us this early morning. This check brought to you on WTLP by Longfence. Save 15% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. And still ahead, this half hour for you on WTLP. On your Tuesday morning, where speed limits around schools and crosswalks are dropping below 25 miles per hour. I'm Megan Cloherty. This message is for Karina. Our mom will finish her high school diploma at age 28. Hi, Mom. It's Amadith and Nicholas. Congratulations on getting your diploma. You worked so hard and have taught us so much. We, we love, love you. you. 
When you graduate, they graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. You don't know when or where breaking news is going to happen. Or where you'll be when it does. We're talking to people who live here in Frederick. You do know WTOP will be there with reporters live on the scene. Reporting live from Chevy Chase. On your radio and on all your devices with the free WTOP app. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Good Tuesday morning, January 23rd. Welcome into the midnight hour. 12-12 to be exact on WTOP. Glad you're with us. This is WTOP News. A $2,500 reward is now being offered in two separate vandalisms involving hate speech in Montgomery County. The first happened at Walt Whitman High in Bethesda in mid-December. Anti-Semitic graffiti at the time was sprayed on the school's signboard. The second vandalism was... We're told on the Bethesda Trolley Trail, where police there found spray-painted swastikas and white power symbols in mid-November. The Jewish Community Relations Council of Greater Washington and the Jewish Federation of Greater Washington, we hear, are teaming up to fund the rewards in this case. The remains of a Confederate general have been reburied at a cemetery locally in his hometown of Culpeper, Virginia, They had to be moved as they had been buried under his statue that was removed by the city of Richmond last month. The Freelance Star reports this week hundreds gathered over the weekend Saturday to pay their respects at a ceremony in Fairview Cemetery in Culpeper. It's a first for an HBCU. D.C.'s Howard University has marked now the creation of a DOD-funded military research center. H.U., you know... Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin came to Howard University to congratulate the school for being selected to lead the country's 15th university-affiliated research center. So Howard's new research center will protect our most precious asset, and that most precious asset is our men and women in uniform. That's because the center will focus on tactical autonomy, which is short-term solutions for the military that can help with long-term efforts. No other UARC is researching this area. And so this center has the potential to close that gap and be at the forefront of progressive science and technology efforts. Howard President Wayne A.I. Frederick, a $90 million military contract, will pay for the center. At Howard University, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Now we're told that other HBCUs, such as Bowie State, will work with Howard's on the center's research. President Joe Biden expected to name the man who ran his administration initial response to the pandemic for COVID as his next chief of staff in the coming days. Word of Jeff Zients' hiring comes from two people familiar with the matter. This morning, the president's current top aide, Ron Klain, is preparing, we're told, to leave the job in the coming weeks. Since his role as the administration's COVID-19 response coordinator, Zients has returned to the White House in a low-profile position to work on staffing matters for the remainder of the president's first term. We all know that speed limits around schools tend to be lower, but not now. Now, Arlington County is actually lowering them even more, we're told. Starting next month, you could actually get a ticket for going over 20 miles per hour in the school zone. In a unanimous vote during a Saturday session, Arlington County's board passed the ordinance to lower the speed limit for vehicles within 600 feet of schools and their crosswalks at all times of day. Vice Chair Christian Dorsey. This action uh, is consistent with our Vision Zero initiatives that is proving uh, to provide great results so far. County data shows that last year, 12 pedestrians were hit by cars. Two of them died. As soon as the signs change next month, the county will enforce the new speed limits around its schools. 
The move to lower the speed limit comes just a few months after the board decided to install movable speed cameras around school and work zones. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions are black and white. Think red. 12.15 on your Tuesday morning. Indeed, sports time and Rob Woodfork's turn this morning. The Wizards announced the trade of former ninth overall pick Rui Hachimura to the Lakers in exchange for Kendrick Nunn and a trio of second-round picks. Radio voice of the Wizards and WTOP alum Dave Johnson explains. Bottom line, NBA is about fit and opportunity. So the Wizards and Lakers swap Rui Hachimura for Kendrick Nunn. In D.C., Hachimura had opportunity, but injuries, inconsistency played a role in the fitting in part. You know, the same could be said for Kendrick Dunn in L.A., where he did fit in with the Miami Heat. It was a big part of their 2020 run to the NBA Finals. And aboard to the Wizards, they do not take on any future salary commitment. Which is relevant to the effort to re-sign Kyle Kuzma. For more on what the Wizards are getting in Kendrick Nunn, check out the sports page on WTOP.com. Bad news on the Wizards' injury front, as Kristaps Porzingis is sidelined for several games with an ankle sprain that has him listed as week to week. Down a level, Virginia Tech won for the first time since mid-December, beating Duke 78-75 to end a seven-game losing streak. Grant Basile led the hot-shooting Hokies with 24 points. Howard had its highest-scoring output of the season in a 90-76 win over Coppin State, the fourth straight victory for the Bison. On the women's side, Maryland sophomore Cheyenne Sellers grabs her first Big Ten Player of the Week honor after averaging just over 20 points on 62% shooting and nine rebounds per game in two dominant road wins for the now 10th-ranked Terps. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. How about a button where you can actually hear me? All right, Rob, thanks. 1217 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Police have made an arrest locally following a deadly shooting outside a metro station over the weekend Sunday. The suspect is a teenager. He's 17 years old, identified as Dehani Rispus. Metro Transit Police say he's the suspect they were looking for following the shooting in the parking lot of the Southern Avenue metro station in Prince George's County, which left a 19-year-old victim dead. It's another case of gun violence spilling into the metro system, something Metro General Manager Randy Clark condemned earlier this month. I want to just say how sickening, quite frankly, the gun violence is, how deplorable it is. In this latest shooting, police say the 17-year-old was arrested in D.C. but is now being taken to Maryland, where he will face murder charges. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Seven people have been killed out west in two related shootings in a coastal community south of San Francisco. We're learning the gunman suspected of killing 11 people in suburban Los Angeles over the weekend had a stash of weapons and ammo apparently at his home. Police in Monterey Park are still trying uh, this morning to figure out why he opened fire in the first place inside that dance hall Saturday night. Four members of the Oath Keepers were convicted Monday in D.C. of seditious conspiracy and the attack on the Capitol on January 6th. That conviction carries a maximum 20 of 20 years behind bars. Stay with WTLP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Where the time now is 1218. Rich Hunters at the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, in Maryland, 70 westbound west of the South Mountain Rest Area. Crash, cleanup and investigation completed. All lanes have been reopened and delays have quickly eased out with all three lanes now open once again. 70 eastbound. Work continues as you head toward the exit for Mount Area. Exit 68, single file right. Get you by the work zone. Last check on the big bridges, both the Bay Bridge and the nice Middleton Bridge. In southern Maryland, both remained under wind warnings 
A no vehicle restrictions at this time. Virginia 95 Southbound, just south of exit 143 for Route 610 Garrisonville. Right lane of three taken up with the work zone. And then between uh, as you approach US 17 Falmouth, exit 133, right around mile marker 134. Single file right, get you by the work there. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. Tracking the next couple of days. First off, our Tuesday looking good later this afternoon. Mix of sun and clouds, highs in the mid to upper 40s. On Wednesday, tracking rain and snow moving in during the morning hours. Now, I think the morning rush is fine, but as we move on through the day, rain moves through around the D.C. metro area and points south. This could be snow to the north and west. Could see a little bit of accumulation, although I'm not expecting much as temperatures above, above freezing. Behind that system, we'll see temperatures cooler on Thursday and Friday with wind chills in the 20s and 30s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we're looking at 36 degrees in Manassas, 40 at Metro Center. We're at 38 degrees in Centerville, 38 up in Marlboro. Going up a degree now, we're back up to 40 in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. Coming right up on WTOP. Whether to build duplexes or single houses is up for debate in Arlington. I'm Luke Lukert. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Act Council. Good Tuesday morning, January 24th. Welcome in the midnight hour, 1221 to be exact. Glad you're with us this early morning on WTOP. This is WTOP News. So what kinds of homes should be built and where? Arlington County considering some big changes. It would change most single-family housing zones to allow construction of multifamily buildings with up to eight units aiming to make more housing for middle-income residents. It would open up more units to the wealthy at the front of the line to get in. If so, the plan should be called an increased density plan. Over 160 people voiced their opposition. This proposal should be called the Amazon housing plan because that's who it's really for. Thank you. And support to the county council Saturday. You have the opportunity to improve housing and environmental outcomes by easing rules that govern and constrain over 70% of land in Arlington. The board will hear more feedback Tuesday and likely vote on whether to hold public hearings. They could have a final vote on zoning changes in late March. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Although in less than 90 days locally, whether Prince George's County School Board member Juanita Miller will be removed from her post. Lawyers presented closing arguments in the case just last week. Miller faces allegations of misconduct in office, willful neglect of duty, and incompetence. Maryland Matters reports this week the administrative judge hearing the case has 90 days now to issue a written decision in the case. The clock started Wednesday after all the arguments were presented last week. The news business continues to change. One local lawmaker in Richmond is offering some incentive now to preserve local journalism. We all know that a free and vigorous press is the key stone to any vibrant and healthy democracy. Delegate Alfonso Lopez represents South Arlington and Eastern Fairfax. He's introduced a bill that would provide a tax credit for the salaries that small journalism outlets pay to local journalists. Folks who are actually covering the board of supervisors, they're covering the local school boarding. They're focusing on local corruption or local issues, and they're getting into the weeds. 
in a way that the Washington Post or the Richmond Times Dispatch simply can't do. The bill would also provide a tax credit for small businesses that advertise in local papers, radio, and TV. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. D.C. Councilmember Vincent Gray pushing back against colleagues who have recently been calling his health into question. Gray continues to work with a speech pathologist right now as he recovers from a 2021 stroke. In a statement this week on Monday, Gray says that some of his colleagues are confusing his condition, he thinks, as being reflective of his cognitive abilities. Gray says he is fine and has been cleared by doctors to actually work. He says he'll speak through written statements when necessary and staff will accompany him to read remarks during official council business. The Washington Post reports this week that Council Chair Phil Mendelson apparently has expressed concern and desire to remove Gray as chair of the health committee over concerns about his health. A majority of U.S. adults believe that the federal government should ensure all Americans have health care coverage, yet nearly as many prefer that the U.S. health care system be based on private insurance rather than run by the government. These findings are in line right now, we're told, with recent attitudes about the government's involvement in the health care system, which have been relatively steady since 2015, while an average of 79 percent of Democrats since 2001 have asserted the government's obligation to ensure health care for all in the U.S. An average 71 percent of Republicans over the same period have said the opposite. A 56 percent average of independents have said it is a governmental obligation more than 1,000 adults were surveyed for this, and the margin of error here is said to be plus or minus four percentage points. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Read the time now is 1225. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The days of junk fees at auto dealers, banks, and elsewhere may be numbered. After launching an investigation into fees charged by auto dealers for unnecessary services, the Federal Trade Commission is broadening its probe to other industries. It plans to start with enforcement actions that can produce the most immediate results. Is tipping getting out of control? A growing number of people think it is. Some are complaining on social media about tip requests at places like drive throughs and bakeries, places where they normally wouldn't tip. For workers, though, the surge in tip requests is a welcome development. As it slashes costs to fund the transition to electric vehicles, Ford is swinging the job axe in Europe. It plans to cut about 3,200 jobs, mostly in Germany. A statement from the German union IG Metal says development activities in Germany are being relocated to the U.S. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Hey, welcome to 2023. If your New Year's resolution was to save money, you can be a better and smarter shopper at Diamonds Direct. Hey, it's Jack Taylor, and you get more value every day at Diamonds Direct. As value becomes more important than ever, rest assured that Diamonds Direct's unique status in the world's market of jewelry, Diamonds Direct guarantees you the best, no middleman, direct importer price, period. Over 25 years ago, Diamonds Direct was actually started by diamond cutters, 